Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And not only traveling the world, but sometimes traveling in your own backyard. And our guest today is Matt Bailey, who's traveling across Canada to celebrate the 150th anniversary of our country. For those of you who don't know, uh, Canada turned 150. Um, it is actually much older than that. <laughs> you know, obviously the, the country's there longer, the natives are there longer, but it actually confederated, which means all the provinces, the territories came together uh, in 1867. So we have a big year to celebrate. I'm actually from Vancouver, BC, Canada. Our friend today, Bailey, uh, who, uh, so Matt Bailey, who's our guest, is actually from Calgary, uh, across the Rockies, uh, Calgary, Alberta. And now he's actually traveling across from the east to the west and beyond. So uh, he is currently in uh, Saskatchewan at the time of the interview. So we're going to be finding a little bit more about Matt and his uh, frequent tra uh, travelers, uh, frequent flyer program, and also his limitless uh, website, and also his uh, amazing trip across the nation. So Matt, uh, why don't we get to know you a little better? Better if you want to share more about yourself. Sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. So, um, well, right now, as you said, we're doing a 150-day road trip across Canada. So it's my wife, myself, and a friend of ours who's a filmmaker. He he lives in Vancouver now. So he just moved to Vancouver, and then I told him about this project, and uh, he didn't want to pass it up. So he came with us, and yeah, we flew to Newfoundland and started there. Uh, and it did, like you said, I also run uh, CanadianFreeFlyers.com, so that's a travel hacking website for Canadians. And I got into that as well from traveling the world and wanting to do more of it, and uh, with you no know, with less of a budget. And uh, and live so I have two blogs, Live Limitless, which is about world travel and kind of personal development, and then Must Do Canada, which is about like the best things to do across the country. So that's where all the footage from this trip is going. Well, you know, uh, we're definitely going to cover more of the blog. Uh, so tell us about the idea. Um, I'm always curious about the origin story, the conception story. So it's one thing for people to celebrate the 150 years by doing a barbecue in the backyard or going to a Canada place or uh, Ottawa to celebrate with the fireworks. Whole other thing to cross the country for 150 days to celebrate. Where did you come up with the idea and how did you take the idea from idea to implementation? So it was uh, just around Christmas time really last year. I, uh, you know, just with all the turmoil happening in the U.S. and seeing some other Western countries kind of growing, you know, a little bit towards, um, I guess, nationalism or I'm not sure if I have the right word, but there's a growing divide happening. And I, I kind of, there was all these articles coming out about Canada being um, kind of the beacon of light potentially for the world and uh, a role model for how to live together. And I just wondered why like what makes Canada so special. And that's kind of what was the the idea for the project. So I started to think, well, next year is the 150th. Uh, how can we interview people to make kind of a, a documentary? And then I thought it'd be cool to do a 150-day road trip and visit every province and territory. Um, and at first, the idea was just to um, to write about it. And then I thought it would be so much better if we did video. Uh, and just by chance, I had met the guy who's uh, Justin, our filmmaker, just last year. So it was just by chance, and he's all about adventure as well, so he joined us. And so the idea is to make, um, at the end of the, the project, to raise some money and make a documentary that we can enter film festivals. That's more about like what makes Canada special. But along the way, we're also doing a video for each province, which is more based on tourism, like the best things to do in each province. So and we actually release those as we go. 
so yeah, it's, it's I unfortunately thought about the idea too late to get funding for the 150 because there was a lot of grants being handed out, but I, I had missed all those deadlines. So we needed to, so I thought, well, maybe if I reach out to, uh, first I tried an Indiegogo campaign, but that uh, didn't go well. I've never done one one before, so I didn't know how to market that and what works well on that platform. So then I thought, well, I'll reach out to big companies and see if anyone would be interested in, in sponsoring. So I probably sent 200 emails maybe to different big companies. And yeah, the only, then finally we stumbled upon Best Western and they agreed to, to sponsor a good portion of the trip. So they, uh, yeah, it's really cool. They were, they were looking to do something special for Canada's 150th and then they got my email. Well, yeah, definitely congratulations on that. And congratulations on taking action. Some people have an idea and they're like, okay, we'll wait until we get enough money. We'll wait until we get the funding. We'll wait until we get the sponsors. And then they don't act. Well, you actually were brave, courageous, and action-oriented, and you actually took action. Uh, you know, congratulations on the Best Western, um, um, you know, obviously a partnership because that saves uh, on uh, the accommodation, which is obviously one of the most expensive parts of travel, accommodation, sightseeing, food, uh, et cetera. So um, walk us through the journey. Um, so you mentioned you had, uh, or drive us through the journey if you want. <laughs> Tell us about, uh, you, you mentioned you started in the East Atlantic province and then you, you're going West. Uh, walk us through more details about which uh, which provinces and how are you going to conquer the whole country? Sure. Yeah. So we uh, yeah we decided to start in Newfoundland mainly <clears throat> being in Alberta. You know, if we were from Vancouver, we probably would have started on the west. But since we're not on either coast, we thought Newfoundland would be better because uh, we wanted to see the icebergs. It's a pretty like unique thing here. And then also we wanted to be in Ottawa for July first. So we were starting. We uh, we planned it to start May 15th and finish October 12th. That way we have mostly good weather for, for the whole trip. And we actually, originally we had a, a second sponsor we thought for a rental car. So that's why we thought, well, we'll fly to Newfoundland, start there. And then they, they backed out. So we ended up buying a, a used vehicle in, in Newfoundland. And uh, yeah, we started on the furthest Eastern point, which is uh, Cape Spear. And then slowly moved through Newfoundland, all throughout the Maritimes, into to Quebec, um, then into Ontario. I spent Canada Day on Parliament Hill, which was a, a pretty cool experience. I've never really been outside of Alberta for Canada Day, so that was really interesting. And of course, a really big thing this year. And then we moved on to um, to Manitoba. That was a cool experience because we got flown up to Churchill and got to do some snorkeling with belugas and that kind of stuff, and then discuss one, and then from there, uh, we would, we're, we're gonna pass through Alberta first and go up to the Northwest Territories, and uh, the Yukon, down to BC, and then into Alberta. So we, uh, we saved Alberta for the end, mainly because the national parks, Banff and Lake Louise, are very busy this year. Uh, so we're gonna be going early October, and the only territory we're missing, unfortunately, uh, is Nunavut mainly because there's no roads to get there and it's very expensive to fly there. So, But we're hoping for the documentary, we can actually go next year and uh, add it into the movie. Well, you know, amazing that you're doing this entire journey in 150 days. I actually have a friend named Kevin Hun, uh, who I interviewed on the show as well, and he did uh, Cross Canada from the exact same place you started all the way to Vancouver and, it took, and then back to Ontario where he's from, and it took him a year. <laughs> so. Uh, 
the fact that you're able to cram it into 150 days is remarkable. Um, you know, you're covering a lot of territory, a lot of sites, a lot of cities, a lot of um, attractions. Uh, tell us about some of your favorites, your highlights. Uh, what really stands out out of the last, uh, you know, a uh, couple months of traveling? Yeah, there's a few things for sure. Like in, uh, in well, I mean, the icebergs in Newfoundland were very special. Um, and actually, like, the people in Newfoundland were, I mean, everyone's been very friendly, uh, of course, in Canada, but uh, Newfoundland's just a different, it's very, like, you can, someone can, can bump into you on the street and ask you some questions, like, oh, why do you have the camera? And they learn about your project, and then they invite you over for dinner. Like, it's just a really um, different type of hospitality there. So even that was a really cool experience. Uh, we did some, some tidal bar rafting in Nova Scotia, so it's the only place in the world where the tide, it's the highest tides in the world. And when they come into a small, I don't even know how to explain it, when they, there's a, a shallow river, and when the tide comes in, it creates a rapid, and then you can go rafting on it. It's a pretty hardcore adrenaline thing there. And then we went to Prince Edward Island. I was really impressed by the beaches. Really beautiful, long, stretchy sand beaches there, and awesome people as well. And then well, we did a lot of zip lining, course uh, Quebec City is a beautiful place um, in Quebec we actually got to try falconry where you have a hawk on your hand and he flies to your hand from a tree and that kind of stuff it was, was really cool uh, of course Canada Day was really special uh, we actually got to interview Chris Hadfield uh, on the spot we saw him on the street and interviewed him for the documentary um, we met very briefly Justin Trudeau and got to shake his hand and then we went into um, Toronto, Niagara Falls, we took a helicopter over Niagara Falls, which was really amazing. And, and uh, Toronto was really cool as well because we did a, a food tour and it brought us to a lot of these small restaurants that are started by immigrants. And we actually did a lot of interviews there with uh, Syrian refugees and other refugees from around the world. And that was a really cool, enlightening experience. And of course, the snorkeling with, with belugas and Churchill was probably our kind of our ultimate experience for nature. That was really uh, special. And then here in Saskatchewan too, we, we just got here, but we have a lot of things lined up here and I'm really excited to see our national parks. Yeah, so there's lots of, and one of the things we're looking forward to the most is going up north. Um, there's a new road that's being built from Inuvik to Tuktoyaktuk. So it's the first road to hit the Arctic and it's not open to the public, but they're allowing us to drive it first time so wow congratulations on that you know i definitely an amazing trip and uh, you know you're making me envious of traveling even though i'm here in colombia enjoying south america still i want to go to my home and native land and travel across it as well uh, that's uh, on the list after south america and after africa and after the world i always <laughs> leave the last uh, best to last if you want to call it that but uh, you know it's funny that uh, most people actually don't travel in their own countries and you made the conscious intentional and proactive decision to change that and to see your whole own country. And also, I know you've seen the world as well in your previous travels. Matthew, tell us about some of the struggles because it isn't always like the social media yeah. shows you it is, is it? <laughs> so walk us through some of your most challenging and difficult and uh, the struggles on the road. Uh, yeah, so like, um, well, first of all, like trying to, like you said, cramming, cramming it all into 150 days has been a, a challenge. Like a look, as you know, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of driving. Um, some people who've, who've been following us from the UK and things like that were surprised by how much driving there is. I think we've, I think we're going to drive approximately 250 hours. Sure. So it's a lot of driving. 
and just cramming all the activities in and trying to edit as we go and update the blog as we go and everything has been kind of exhausting. We we thought we'd have some days off, but those always get crammed with new activities. So it's been a a challenge in that way. Sometimes even just like the little things like Wi-Fi. If you don't have it for a week, it really it's really a struggle to, to keep up with everything. And then another thing is just, just the budget as well. Like we, we, we're really doing this kind of on a shoestring as well and depending a lot on help from smaller sponsors as well, like local adventure companies, smaller B&Bs that uh, invite us over to stay a few nights and things like that. So it's a lot of emailing, a lot of... Uh, we only had two months to plan this whole trip, so we're still ongoing planning as we go. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah you know, I do the same thing when we're traveling. We're reaching out to sponsors. Uh, uh, we're actually getting a hostel here to sponsors with a family room here in Medellin, Colombia. It's been definitely harder here than in Canada. In Canada, it's quite easy, I found. Uh, not to get paid sponsors, but to get free sponsors, like in terms of accommodation, sightseeing, tours, uh, restaurant meals. Uh, you know, that is fairly easy if you're a travel blogger like you and me are. Um, so, uh, you know, um, you're going to end it off and then uh, tell us about what's your big vision, the perfect scenario, if you get whatever you want. Is it going to be a feature-length Hollywood movie? Is it going to be in the Cairns Film Festival? Uh, walk us through the perfect scenario for what you want to see happen. Yeah, well, definitely like the two... The two biggest things we wanted to see happen was our, our tourism videos for musttocanada.com, just to inspire people, not only inspire outsiders to visit Canada, but inspire Canadians to, to visit Canada. Um, so that, that's one of the things. But then with our documentary, definitely the big plan is to make a feature-length documentary uh, that's just about like what makes Canada special. One, again, to inspire Canadians as to the country we have, but also to... Uh, we're still trying to find that piece. We might talk about some of the things that we can work on going forward, but, but, but definitely the plan is to make it very good and to enter it into film festivals around the world. Yeah, definitely, and the best of luck with that. I look forward to watching it myself. You know, uh, I know uh, it's amazing footage. I actually saw some of the footage uh, that you've done already on the site and also on your social media. So, Matt, um, you know, you, you mentioned a few other sites you run besides Must Do Canada. So walk us through those. I mean, you're a frequent flyer specialist in Canada, but uh, obviously you're not flying uh, now <laughs> as much, right? Yeah, just uh, now I'm earning all the points, I guess. That's the, yeah, so with, uh, for, for, well, it's, um, I started CanadianFreeFlyers.com. Actually started it during our first big trip uh, abroad in, in Southeast Asia. And at that time I wasn't doing that much with travel hacking. I, I bought the flights and did everything the, the normal way, I guess you can say. But I was reading all the blogs from the US that were about um, travel hacking and I thought it was kind of cool so I started to get my toes in the water. But I didn't find there was that many deals in Canada and there wasn't a lot of the blogs I followed, they I guess they ignored the deals up here just because most of their audience was American. So why bother with such a small population? So I uh, started the site there, and it was a, it was kind of interesting how it started because I I had it all set up, but I didn't launch it yet. And then I got an email from the Toronto Star, and they had found me online, and they wanted to do an interview with me. So I thought, well, if we're going to do this, I should launch the site. So I launched it then, and that was kind of my my first outbreak into the into the market that sent me the first traffic. And yeah, it's it's been really cool because not only have I been learning a lot 
about earning a lot of frequent flyer points and taking all these, um, you know, like first class flights that I never would have afforded without that. But it's been really cool to help other people travel the world as well. Um, I've had some families in Canada, families of seven or eight that took my advice and earned enough points to take their whole family across Canada, which is uh, it's really cool to hear those stories. So uh, besides that one, you also have the Life Limitless one. Walk us through that blog too. Yeah, so Live Limitless was my basically my, my first blog. And that was, uh, it started out actually more as like personal development. I, I really liked reading a lot of personal development books and um, just figuring out how to build a better life and better me, that kind of stuff. And uh, But then I got into traveling, so it kind of meshed all together. And uh, so it's it's probably more of a travel blog now because there was so much content coming out of, uh, of traveling the world. But I'm trying to find that balance between taking the lessons I've learned on the road uh, and in incorporating them into a travel story that has a personal development theme behind it. Um, and also about goals, like uh, achieving goals. So one of my goals, for example, was one time in life to make a documentary. And now I'm hopefully going to be doing that with this road trip. So on Must Do Canada, I write about like the our travel experiences here, but on Live Limitless, I'll be writing about how I made the trip happen and how to make your, your dreams happen, that kind of stuff. Well, you know, thanks for being on the show here. It's been definitely super inspiring. And once you finish your trip, I know it's going to be hectic. We'd love to interview you uh, sometime when you settle down and when the stress is gone, when you're readjusted. We'd love to have you back on the show talking about the entire trip, not just half. Yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. All right, so Matt, uh, to end off with, uh, what are the sites? Uh, give us the lowdown on how people can connect with you. Yeah, so the uh, Live Limitless, well, it's livelimitless.net, um, canadianfreeflyers.com, and mustdocanada.com if you want to see all, all the videos from this road trip. They're all going to be on that website and on YouTube. But if you want to find me on Facebook, same thing, Must Do Canada or Live Limitless. Uh, and same with Instagram. It'd be most of my... Most of my uh, usernames are Matthew G. Bailey. Uh, that'd be on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, by the way, we'll have those links below. So if you want to just click through, you can click through. You don't have to search for them on Google. They'll be on the show notes on YouTube and also on iTunes on the uh, show notes for the audio versions. Uh, so thanks again, Matt. I definitely wish you the best as you continue across our home and native land. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. You're very welcome. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode where we, we, we gave you a little bit of a glimpse into how to travel across Canada. Obviously, there's a lot more content that we didn't cover that's all on Matt's website and also on his social media. So make sure you uh, subscribe to his email list and uh, watch the videos and also uh, follow him on social. Uh, it's been a very inspiring trip, and I'm glad we were able to feature it on our show. <laughs> so thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you not only how to make money while traveling the world, but also how to travel in your own backyard. So thanks, Chris. Uh, so thanks, Matt, once again. And happy travels as you uh, uh, do the rest of the provinces and territories. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks, Matt. So uh, make sure you leave us a rating and review on iTunes uh, if you're listening to this. And if you're watching this, subscribe to us on YouTube. And happy travels, everyone. We'll catch you in the next episode.